Chapter 1 The Five Main Strategies to Get You Started When I started writing the book, my main aim was to explain to you a thing or two about scoring the best deals in the real estate industry. I hope by the end of it, the cause is justified. The book is divided into five chapters where each one will explore a certain aspect of the industry. In this first chapter, we look at the five main strategies that you will need to employ in order to make the right decision in terms of buying or selling and renting a place. Strategy 1. Bargain like your life depends on it. The first and most important strategy in the world of real estate is to bargain like crazy. Buying a property can be a very expensive deal and most sellers would have cranked up the prices just to allow the buyer a little leeway to conduct his or her bargaining. So no matter how desperate you are to score a particular property, never buy it at the going price. There is always room for leverage. Start by conducting a bit of research around the area and arrive at a price that you think will be ideal for a property in that particular area. The way to do this is to look at properties which are for sale in the same area and which offer the same kind of accommodation. You also need to see how the market is shifting in the area where you are investing. If there is a glut of property, are you likely to be able to sell? Speak to real estate agencies and see what the market is like and how fast houses are moving, because otherwise you could end up with a white elephant. What you also need to know is the price of properties in that area and whether the home in question needs to be updated in any way to meet other houses being offered at similar prices. Sellers often put a price on their homes with the hope that they will achieve that price and very near it. However, people get attached to houses and there are several indications that you may get a reduction. If a property has been for sale for any length of time, then chances are that the seller will be glad to get a certain sale at a lower price and this is a good indication that you do have leverage to bring your offer down substantially from the price advertised. Another thing which will help you is if the property needs repairs. It makes the house less valuable and you can also use this to substantiate a drop in the offer you are prepared to make. Remember, if your repair estimates put the price above the market value of the house, you are not likely to make a profit. Thus, if the seller is not prepared to adjust his price, learn to walk away. There are always other houses on the market. Start by quoting 10% lesser than what you actually plan to pay for it. Do not assume that the buyer will accept it and do it with confidence explaining the disadvantages or the list of repairs that you will have to make to break even. The other party will try and raise it, and then you can quote 5% below your price. Ultimately, you will get to pay exactly what you wish to, and the seller will be forced to compromise. It doesn't always work, but the tactic should be to put together this equation. What can I afford to spend in total for the house and for the renovations? Take away the price of the house. Is it viable that a profit can be made? For example, if you buy a home at $150,000 and know that your repairs are going to cost you $50,000 to bring the house up to a standard to sell easily, is the asking price likely to be realistic at $200,000? If it isn't, then offering that much isn't viable. Another way you can look at this is if you are considering buying to make the property into rental units. How much will a mortgage cost you per month? Will the rental you can charge on each unit add up to enough to pay the mortgage? When you do invest in properties for rental, The way to recoup the cost is to make sure that the rental you want to charge is viable in that area, and a friendly real estate agent will be able to tell you what people expect to pay for what you are offering. The mistake people often make is paying too high a price, doing the house up to modern specs, and then finding that the rentals that they can achieve are less than the mortgage costs. If this is the case, you need to offer a lower price. Remember, money is valuable to everyone. The person with whom you are dealing with also acts with the intention of deriving maximum for his money spent. Hence, he will come to the table with as much fervor as you to draw a profit from the transaction. And you do not even have to be buying it for the keeps. Even if you plan on flipping it, you have to quote your exact budget and not budge. 
You can never be underprepared, as the seller might have several tricks up his sleeve, which might baffle and fool you and prevent you from being able to bargain at your best capacity.